Hey guys, Damian Leone here, writer, director of Terrifier and Terrifier 2. And this is David Howard Thornton, Art the Clown himself. And you're listening to Nightmare Junkhead. Kill you soon! <laughs> of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that appreciates and respects the power of the word pum <laughs> my name is greg d and i'm genius mcgee <laughs> nice on, nice 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 on today's episode we're taking a holiday as we head out of the country to load up on our horror passport with this year's fictional 24-hour marathon. And whether you've seen that particular place in France or not, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your marathon hole. And uh, technically, we're marathoning out on social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk. We're on Blue Sky at Nightmare Junkhead. Nice. You can also find us on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead, and it is on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and real-life marathoning shenanigans. And this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, October 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're marathoning out in the Kansas City area, head on over to screenland.com where they will have your post-marathon shenanigans taken care of indoors, outdoors, and possibly virtually. But better than that, go to the Friday Night Fright tab because, Woo! yeah, the the Friday this episode's release, our latest Friday Night Fright is one that, if you even know Senior Genius, I love this movie so much. I saw it in the theater like three times. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, just in my first introduction to Danny Trejo proper, my first introduction to Robert Rodriguez proper. My first introduction to Salma Hayek proper. From Dust Till Dawn has everything you could want in a movie. This is an amazing film. Like the best of Tarantino and the best of like Splatter, KMB going to town. And it's one of those if it's your own sex machine. But if it's your first time viewing, go in as blind as you can. Yes. Yeah. Avoid the trailer. Because the less you know, the more fun you will have. It oh, is so good. Beyond, beyond a blast. Now that being said, looking forward to next Friday night's fright. It's falling on a Friday the thirteenth. Oh, we're gonna do the Jason. <laughs> not quite yet. No. We're not going to Manhattan. Do, do the I'll... Jason. I... Bang. Yeah. <laughs> but technically, he would be laughing during this one. <laughs> because this is the funny one. We are talking Friday the thirteenth, part six. Jason Lives. One of my absolute favorite ones. Which, again, depending on my day of the week, it's it's in my top three. And I go the even ones. Yeah. I go two, four, and six. Me too. The scary one, the more conclusive one, and, the, and then you know what? It continues, because I'll go to bat for ten. I... It, we know everyone... Every Friday the 13th film is someone's all-time favorite, and mm-hmm. that's why... That's why that franchise rules, because yeah. there's so many entries, a particular flavor for every taste. 
that exist. Exactly. The franchise is amazing. Now, the other uh, repertory screenings that are going to be happening on the weekend of the 6th, continuing and prepping for the new Martin Scorsese film that's going to be coming out. And I know this is one that I believe it's and I've seen that for you. Yes, it is. I've seen it multiple times because I think it's probably one of his funniest films. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those films that veers into the you shouldn't be rooting or wanting to be like the people on the screen. And see, that's the thing I've heard. Like, like people are my false idling Tyler Durdening it, the Wolf of it, Wall Street. And it's easy to do that because it's it's Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. playing like his ultimate sleazy and schmooze. And you'll want to see it just if we want to go creeps and nostalgia here for Margot Robbie's performance. Top, top notch. But it's funny. And it's the kind of humor that you'll feel bad laughing at. But then it's the kind of humor that everyone else is going to be laughing at. It's, that's good. It's really like, good. I, no lie, Goodfellas cracks me up. Oh, good. That's just it. It's on that level okay. of watchability, of the charisma of the characters. But at the same time, you're like, yo, I wouldn't. I love watching Jimmy the Gent, but I don't want to hang um, out with him. Right. Same thing with his Jordan Belfort. It's, okay. It's fun to watch, but you'd never want to be with. But also, you're going to. A lot of character actors that show up as well. Mm. You'll, you'll be Rick Dalton. Technically, out of the out of the theater there. Now, the other repertory screening are all horror films. So we're going to do this quickly. We're going to do the um, the uh, the shock you quick here. We have Young Frankenstein. I love that movie. Playing outdoors. We have <laughs> Cor- <laughs> Great Knockers. We've got Coraline playing. I like that movie. Perfect Blue. Ooh, that's a good one. How Sue. Mm-hmm. And of. Of course, podcast favorite, Return of the Living Dead. Yes, we do want to party. <laughs> Always looking to party. So we are hope you are going to be partying with uh, Screenland, uh, Indoors, Outdoors, joining their film family, but genius for talking film family. He bellies. We also have a collection of film family members hanging out at Patreon, and regardless of their tier, uh, they're going to have access to our latest Shutter shout-out, <laughs> where you took in... Two first-time viewings. Mm-hmm. I took in a first-time viewing as well, and a recent second-time viewing. Yes. We did a double feature of both Death Spa and Demons 2. And to say a journey was that happened a and occurred. A journey was had. We had some fun. A lot of fun yes. with that. Now, that being said, we offer up a little thing called the Shutter Shoutout. It is a movie party. What do you call it, Genius? It's the home game. And we put together, it is a customized pre-show uh, video introduction where Genius and myself uh, give you some context. Mm-hmm. We, we try to be iffy. Yeah, very iffy. funny and insightful. Then we have vintage trailers. And then, of course, a uh, video <laughs> post-film discussion where we have to process both of these films. And I can tell you right now. We're going to want to process. There's a lot to process with that. Now, to have access to that and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead. And <laughs> I mentioned film family. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Screenland. Mm -hmm. I mentioned the weekend of the uh, Friday, October 6th. It's been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. But this Saturday, now now it's time time for Nerdoween, Nerdoween, Nerdoween. Now it's time for Nerdoween. Schoiden, Freude. 
Yeah, but it's good, Kinders. It's yet, it's yet. Grab in some mask and come on down to the Screenland Theater. Where we have three horror movies all about smashing this uh, drake before this uh, drake smashes you. So grab your masks. Grab your masks and come on down to Screenland. It's yet, Kinders. It's yet. So excited. Me too, me too, me too. Ninth year we've put on Nerdoween. This lineup is dope. Really excited for this lineup because, again, it features a film I'm going to be watching for the first time. Mm -hmm. And then two films that we really feel will send out the movies quite well. The the, the marathon itself. Extremely pre-vetted. But it's a marathon that we've been doing now for nine years. Mm -hmm. We've been doing it for so long on this show that we've even now discussed whether or not we should call it a proper marathon that it's right. like technically maybe a nerdwing triple feature that's we've been doing this long enough we start we start arguing semantics yeah i think we came down to like triple features is like the most you can do and then after that it's, it's marathon. A marathon like if we do nerdwing 10 that would be a proper well it Turns out if. we are going to be nerd- doing Nerdwing 10, and technically it will be a proper marathon. marathon. Yeah, we're, we're going to the well on that one. But this has been something we've been lucky enough to do at both Screenland Tapcade and Screenland Armor. Uh, they've been kind enough to allow us to introduce three mystery movies. Mm-hmm. The lineup is not revealed, of course, until we watch the movies. And the movies we've watched, the experiences we've had, especially the communal experience, that to me is what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. To kind of feel the journey because it is something you feel it. It's infectious. Yes, it's it's palpable. When a moment hits, it hits. When and a it, memory you, is made, oh, you it is know made. it. You know oh, it. Oh my lord! And but the fact that you know a lot of people do horror marathons. This is the time that people do the horror mm-hmm. marathons. And I know there's are there's at least two or three of them. I really do want to try to go and attend. Mm-hmm. However. They're the ones that are either 12, they're 12 hours or more. Right. And I think I could probably do 12 hours. Yeah. But it's those 24 hour ones that I think I would really and truly have an issue with. I would try one. I would try a 24 hour. I mean, it depends on what, what I'm sitting, where I'm sitting. If it's like fucking bleachers, fuck all that noise. Mm-hmm. But if it's a like, lot has to come into play. Right. A lot Especially has to with come our in. age uh, yeah. and the baggage we bring now. 12 hours, that's doable Mm -hmm. but anything more than that that's going to be that's going to be asking and that is to say that puts a lot of pressure on the person that is programming Mm -hmm. the marathon because that really plays a huge part i think on how people enjoy yeah the films Mm -hmm. and the journey because we always so we do three films and we specifically program things to take you on a particular journey we want yeah we were talking off mic and we were planning and over a year it's like setting up a joke. Mm-hmm. Like you have to, you have the setup, you have the story, and then you have the punchline. You know, so like, where are we gonna fit? What does this play better? Does it play better as the setup? Does it play better as the punchline? And the intent involved goes a long way as well. Mm-hmm. And then how the audience actually partakes of it. And thankfully, right. eight years in, I don't think we've had any really bad experiences no journeys. no nobody's like boo these guys nobody's riding us out of the rails yet nobody yet, no, the t- pitchforks and the torches have not been grabbed so, yet so we're really hoping this is the year that it doesn't happen right i am i'm really hoping this is the year that well the only people who would be really pissed at this would be nazis, nazis and fuck them anyway exactly you know exactly. Fuck, fuck, 
As some famous philosophers once said, Nazi punks fuck off. Of which we'll actually, I will say, if you if you're there, we'll be all engaging in course of that. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at then some of the other marathons that were, that were put on, especially the ones that go 12 to 24. And we're realistic. We're like, yeah, it would. We'd have to prepare and train. Oh yeah, proper to oh, actually yeah. do one of those. But you know what? You don't necessarily have to train and prepare for all too much. Just putting together a fictional one. Some people have fantasy football leagues. <laughs> we have fantasy 24-hour marathons. And the fact this is now the fourth year that we've been doing and putting together and programming these fictional 24-hour marathons, mm-hmm. I'll always go and give credit uh, to Patrick Bromley mm-hmm. from fthismovie.net. Uh, that website, he puts together and programs fictional 24-hour marathons practically every other week. And they're wonderful, carefully curated, and the thing is, there is preparation that goes into oh, this. Oh, yeah. There is proper planning. There's, again, journeys we want you to have. And now the fourth year that we've done it, I've actually kind of developed my own almost rhythm to how I put together the movies. Yeah. I'm more mad scientist of it. <laughs> yes, you're I very- try to be more alchemistic. Like, I can get, like if I need a dash of this... At this specific time, which is temperature. Now I need a little bit of this. Okay, what out of the spice rack? What out of the chemicals is going to add this flavor? Okay, cool. You know, so there's a little bit more slapdashness to mine, but also a little bit more like it's not completely slapdash. It's more like, okay, a little bit of this flavor, a little bit of that flavor. Okay, let's do this. Well, and it's good we're talking to flavors because we're getting very exotic with a lot of our flavors. Because another thing that we do with our fourth year doing this is that we set ourselves parameters. And we basically, in a way, we give ourselves a theme it. Uh Uh-huh, we have to theme it. We love themes on this podcast. Obviously. It makes things so much easier. (laughs) And given that the theme this year was, (laughs) you know, given the boot to the Nazis, Mm -hmm. it kind of gave us the idea of maybe staying more international. International. Going outside of the U.S., indeed exploring other countries, cuisines, yes, how they kill. And we decided, okay, that's perfect. So we put together, this is, we're each bringing to the table 12 films, mm-hmm. not sh- basically that are U.S. films. So anything right. that's shot outside anything of the U.S. Anything outside of the U.S. And the way we do this then is, we're, the way we have it fictionally set up is it's going to go from 10 in the morning. On Saturday. Into Sunday. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, you don't necessarily have to take a day off from work. It's all in the weekend. Right. And you can prepare. And you have time to recoup for work on Monday. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. And I'm excited because there's a lot, as it turns out, to choose from. Finding what country, what does that flavor. And, you know, that's a journey that we're still on. Well, that's why I've really loved the podcast is mm-hmm. through Shutter Shoutouts. I've seen that challenge. The main feed, just, uh, into the mouth of March Madness. Yeah, it gives us the opportunity to explore, you know, other horror films, other countries, uh, getting outside of our comfort zone. Another good thing about themes, like okay, so if the theme is like I don't know, ghosts. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's see what other fl- finding movies that we haven't seen and also exploring, like you said, outside. Like, ooh, I haven't heard of this ghost movie from this country. Cool, and it's led to some. Oh, wild, <laughs> wild discoveries, which a lot of them I'm going to be talking about on, on my list. And that, well, and when I was putting together my list, I, again, staying within my rhythm and routine, mm-hmm. but also I have been known to program stuff that I've, like, it's going to be a first time viewing for me. Yeah. Where I haven't necessarily vetted the So movie. you're going in blind on some of these? A few, and it based on reputation. Yeah. 
based on the fact that I probably I've seen that my way through them. Ooh, you're living dangerous. You're rolling the dice. See, all mine are proper vetted, like they're old favorites or like, you're, okay, cool. You're a, you're a braver man than I am. I can appreciate that. So that being said, we're going to start no, at 10. You're a braver man than I am. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going cowardly here, I'm telling you. Uh, we're going to start 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, do you want to start or shall I? Go for it. Well, I'm going to start proper with a pre-show. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a good old-fashioned Godzilla cartoon. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like... It's the one with Godzuki. Uh-huh. Godzuki. And then the trailer reel is going to be uh, Godzilla versus Hedorah. Uh-huh. And Ibora, Horror of the Deep. Uh-huh. But I'm actually going to take a turn on you because my film actually doesn't come from Japan. Uh-huh. It comes from South Korea. It's a film I've never seen. It's a film that's technically lost to the country, but it was one of their earliest kaiju films. It's a little film called Space Monster Wan Mangawi. Really? Not where I thought you were going with this. That's just it. I've never seen it. And based on what I've seen of it, the lore, the reputation, I wanted to throw in a curveball with a first-time viewing, but I always try to go a little bit more kid-friendly with my first two films. And I figure, what's more kid-friendly, what's more gateway than a kaiju movie? Yeah. But even better, going outside of its normal country of origin with Japan into a, a country that's not known for hmm. ju- Not necessarily, I mean, I know the host is more mid-sized monster. Right. Not necessarily kaiju, but yeah. And again, it's a first-time viewing. It's lost. There's a lot of lore. So I'm like, if I could produce that and open this marathon with that film, that's legendary. That is pretty fucking rad. So, and I, hopefully it plays well. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's one of those cultural things that doesn't translate well and everyone's giving me a side eye like, really, man? This is what right. you're opening this is with? Right. No, I I, I, here, that's Jack. interesting. That's interesting. Well, I'm glad it actually... What did you anticipate? I anticipated that something that's coming up oh, on mine. Interesting. Good. Oh, good. See, this is why I'm glad we have two marathons. Okay. But we're kind of on the same page. So I'm thinking, okay, we're starting at Saturday morning, 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. It's perfect time for Saturday morning cartoons, right? Exactly. So let's take a trip to our neighbors to the north and let's get a little bit of horror, a little bit of action, a little bit of sci-fi with our animated films. Where am I? I'm going to start off showing off Spine of Night as my trailer. Oh, my pre-shows are going to be my pre-show for the entire. I didn't make pre-shows for the entire. I mean, for each oh, individual no, I didn't one. Just my pre-shows are, My pre-show is going to be like, uh, Billy, shut the. I'd like you to meet uh, Dr. Something. And I'd like you to shut the fuck up. Don't talk. Don't text. Uh, also, Good like the, kid friendly. Also, the scene from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, where uh, he's ta- Shh, no talking. Right. And then some, I appreciate that. And then something like on like, you know, like sleeping in a chair will help you, da, 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 you know, or something like, you know, help just how quirky and, mm-hmm, and etiquette. Goofy. I like that. I like that. So Saturday morning cartoons, my trailer. Um, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to start off with Perfect Blue as my trailer. OK. And the other one's going to be Spine of Night, which is uh, a, right. I got the animated dongong for that. But that's just the trailer. But. Like I said, we're going to the neighbors to the north. We're getting a little action and get a sci-fi. We're going to open up with some heavy metal. Oh, Lord. Okay. I've had the pleasure of seeing that in a theater. Me too. With people. Me too. And They weren't ready. Both no, times no. I saw it in the theater, they weren't ready. Some of them were. Some of them weren't. 
You can tell the people who are ready because they're hardcore ready. This has beyond a cult following. Right. And it's taking, and what is that, from 1980, I think? Mm-hmm. And it's taking, just it was the perfect time to meld your heavy metal with your sci-fi horror adjacent because there's one of the scenes in there the world the War fighter II plane scene. yes that is straight terrifying. horror that is, that is straight horror oh it God. is so scary and the amount of like people that the orb melts right that's a traumatizing animated film you throw that in with wizards yeah you have yourself a hell of a double crazy feature crazy shit my lord and that's what you're that's, your, that's what i'm opening that's, that's saturday morning cartoons Honorable mention to it would be Saturday Morning Slaughter, which is a hard, which is a horror take on Scooby Doo. But well, speaking of Scooby Doo, that's actually going to be my little gateway mm-hmm. into my next film. In fact, technically, I'm going to show a Scooby Doo cartoon because I'm still staying kid friendly, mm-hmm. and I want to get the kids the bit more bang for their buck. Right. Well, then finishing up the Scooby Doo cartoon, we're going to go into a trailer for Rogue, mm-hmm. and then a trailer for Alligator. Mm-hmm. As we're heading to Italy now, uh-huh. with a film that is technically not rated. Oh. So this is the opportunity. That first one, I'm assuming, is going to be good for the little kids. Mm-hmm. Now, this second one, because I have seen this. I just watched it for the first time this year. It's freaking wonderful. It's got a giant practical killer crocodile that basically has these Scooby-Doo environmentalists taking on Toxic waste, uh, muton alligators. Let's just say it, it's involved in there, but it is technically not rated. So I'd like to think this is kind of a gateway for the older kids mm-hmm. because if you've mentioned it before. You know, killer animal movies; those kind of things are perfect. Shit, yeah, great. And gateway. especially if you're a little kid on that side. And being that I just watched it for the first time by myself in the basement, this is one of those based on the amount of moments that happen in the movie. I want to see with the crowd, and I definitely want to see some of the kids having their parents, little head, you know, the, the the hands over the eyes, like you shouldn't be watching this. Right. I'd like to at least think that would inspire a memory or two. So yeah, going Killer Crocodile, Italy, with my second film. Oh, so it's called Killer Crocodile. It's called Killer Crocodile. Oh wow. Okay. I was waiting for the title. I was it's waiting for like, okay, crocodile. what is it? Like, oh, okay, okay. It literally, Killer wow. Crocodile. Hmm. Okay. Huh. That sounds cool. Oh, you haven't seen that one? No. Oh, highly recommend it. All right. Highly, I, I can th- I can send you a YouTube playlist that I put together for it because nice. it is available on YouTube. Nice. When I was growing up after Saturday morning cartoons, it was Kung Fu Theater. And if it wasn't Kung Fu Theater, it was Godzilla Marathons. Uh, okay. So, okay. So my next movie after Saturday morning cartoons, my trailers are going to be because more people need to see it. Big Man Japan. <laughs> I was thinking about throwing that as the main one, but that's Ooh, too fucking weird. That's a little weird to get that's started with. That's too weird. Heavy metal's pretty weird. Right? That's too weird. So my trailer is Big Man Japan, and the second one is Godzilla versus Biolante. But this is a horror marathon, so let's get dramatic, but let's get scary. We're going Shin Godzilla. Ooh! Oh, God. Okay. We've covered that on the main feed. That was one of the early, I think the first year we did Kaijun. I think we may have even closed with Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla is rad, and it's proper, like, fuck. It's existential dread. Well, and I'm, it's I, That, to me, is a braver choice, because mm-hmm. that's one that if you're throwing a giant monster in, he's in it for maybe five minutes total of the movie. But it's so engaging and so gripping and oh. so, like, fuck. 
I beyond engage. In fact, it the satire I think will play better for the adults, especially anyone that has seen, you know, governments react to disasters, and that's the thing. It's playing on the I think it was the Nakashimi, mm-hmm, the tsunami that just yeah. recently happened. But it would also really be good for people who think that Godzilla is just a guy in a suit running oh. around just smashy smashy. Yeah, it's well, God- and it's proper scary. I mean, just with the situations at hand. Also, the score is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is a proper godzilla film that fits in the mold of being a proper capital f film mm-hmm. like the og godzilla Ooh, i'm already i'm already really digging your marathon at this point because i'm doing a lot of again peripheral viewing on heavy metal but especially in shin godzilla and especially the moment when he expels and you get the atomic breath this yeah. version of the, atomic the purple breath. atomic breath <sighs> oh it's violent it's terrifying it's violent it's terrifying well we're Beyond kid-friendly at this point uh, for the marathon, we're going about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And where we're going, Genius, we know whether it's, you know, beautiful, it's going to be probably deadly. Because in Australia, you have to be careful. So my trailers are going to be for uh, Day of the Animals Mm -hmm. and Razorback. And going with a movie that I, again, just watched for the first time this year, Little film called Long Weekend. Uh-huh. Oh. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. Okay, good. So it'll be a first time viewing for you. It involves two Australian yuppies uh-huh. going on a weekend and basically destroying everything in their wake involving nature. And eventually, nature fights back. As it should. But in an Australian way. Oh shit! Well, it, nature already fights back in, in Australia. Australia anyway. Now add add then to that layer that a genre flick. Oh shoot! And we're talking early eighties. Oh no! How many people actually really died on that? See it. So well, the problem is though, and I'm going to give this. I'll have to give a warning out in advance. Mm-hmm. The Yelp warning uh-huh. in this case. The dog makes it. Okay. So just everyone take a deep breath. Whew. But it's also you want the people to get their comeuppance, like in a big bad way. There's a scene in the movie where they're they're simply spraying these ants, but the sound design when the ants are being sprayed, it's horrifying, terrifying, traumatizing. It's almost overwhelming the way they the sound design is. It sounds like what a Holocaust would sound like, but for ants. It's such an interest that you talk about, like existential dread mm-hmm. in, in some of the films. This one especially lays into man's relationship with nature, but also, yeah, just just as you you would have no sympathy or empathy for these people being where they're at. Oh yeah. So I think a movie like this, speak no evil. You're you're rooting for nature to oh, get good. its comeuppance, and let's just say it's Australian. They do comeuppance is getting, but it's not for the weak of heart. So this one Ooh. definitely put the kids to bed, put them, get them babysitters You're involved. Violent. Well, it's Australia. What, yeah. what do you expect? What do you expect? For, forget it, genius. It's Australia. So two o'clock, third film. What do we got? So on Saturdays, after I'm awake, I like to have like a big late lunch, and like I've been craving Italian. So my next <laughs> two movies are part of my Italian double. Big lunch, big late lunch Italian double feature. So after Saturday morning cartoons on Saturdays, we would usually go to Indian Springs and we would go to the movies. So let's see Italian movies in a movie theater. We were recently talking about it. Let's set the tone up correctly. So for my fee, 
true. Just a little shout out to the show. My trailers are Night of the Demons and Demon Knight. I'm going to regale the audience with the OG Demons. Whether you've seen it a bazillion times, whether it's your first time, there's nothing like seeing it in a theater. No, it just adds so much more to the ambiance. And that movie's so wild. You're like, oh, shit, yeah, this is the part where this happens, and this is the part where the guy comes out of the body, and this is the part where the, the teeth are coming out, and this is the part. Watch, he's going to say, where's Rosemary? I mean, it's... <laughs> And then, like, the very end, like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it keeps escalating. Mm-hmm. To the point where you're like, there's no way it can continue this pace and this escalation. And it does. Yeah. And that's why that's why I love waiting in the waters of Italy, be it in shark exploitation, regardless of the genre. It, Italian films, there's something different to a man. Mm-hmm. There's something different and wonderful. And goddamn demons is so good. So good. So... Long Weekend is a tough watch, so I wanted to make sure to follow that up with something uh, with a little bit a little bit more cathartic, and actually where the catharsis is feels a little bit better. So my trailers are going to be uh, Terror Vision Ooh. and Fire in the Sky, uh-huh. as I'm heading to the UK for a little film from 1982 that was also featured at Nerdoween. ha. <laughs> And you have a you, snake salad. And you know, if if people walk out within the first five minutes, the film done it's done its job. But of course, getting weird with Extro. Such a weird and gross movie. It's there's a scene in there that's so terrifying. There's a scene in there that's so gross. And there's like so many scenes in between of like, what the fuck is happening? When 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 the little person clown imp is introduced, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> all sanity goes out the window. When the Sex Panther is introduced. Yeah. And all built around Olivia Diabo at the time, which let's just say this Not movie. Not to get creeps and nostalgia. No, but the movie is wild. It's, it's weird. It's goopy. It's ooey. It might. And I think Long Weekend is probably going to rub some people the wrong way. So thankfully, the the ooh and goo that we get from Extra is going to be, I think, a good ointment for that. <laughs> ointment just... is might not be the correct word you want to use oh, no. when it comes That's to Extra. A, oh, I worded that very correctly, genius. <laughs> We're rubbing it all in with Extra. But that's the best part, though, right. is it's known for that scene with the birthing. But then, like you said, that's... the other weird, disparate, weird stuff that comes into play. And and the and the, the backward scene of the driving. Oh, that, that little meme worthy like fuck that's that's where that's where people will react because they all know that mm-hmm. you've seen it on the social medias on the webs it's out there yeah so four o'clock in the uh, afternoon extra from the uk on the passport where are we going next genius we're staying in italy but it's time to get hyped up and excited and weird now that the bad thing is i didn't know how weird uh-huh. and excited i wanted to go and with so many choices and so many great directors and so many weird, wonderful genres. I, I'm just saying, you said the word hyped. I'm thinking of a one particular direction. I'm going to see if I'm I'm correct in this one. All right. Out of personal experience, everybody likes a good comeuppance. <laughs> but when the comeuppance and the heroes are both animal-based, and when you can have someone of such gravitas and magnitude just chewing up the scenery as Donald Pleasance... My trailers are going to be for Suspiria and one of my personal favorite soundtracks, Tenebre. But oh, oh, we, I was wrong. We're going to see Donald Pleasance. We're going to see basically 
Argento's X-Men. Yes, it is. When we go see Creepers or Phenomena. We're I, going the long cut. Are we going to go the long cut We're with this one? We're going the long cut. Have you seen the long cut yet? Yes, it's it, rad. It's really good. It's rad. I And we were lucky enough, we had the Creepers cut play at a Dismember the Alamo. It was a 35-millimeter mm-hmm. screening. Mm-hmm. And, man, I remember people you know, reacting to that movie, man. The Just, comeuppance? Oh, the... My, I don't want to give it away, yeah. but it's oh my lord, so it's good, good. It's glorious, it's and just glorious. the whole time you're like fucking this X Men. She's like controlling like bugs, and he's like Professor Xavier, you and there's like it's almost like as great as hits because it's got like oh there's razor kills and weird lighting and weird schools, and it's got a little bit of Suspiria, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. It makes sense because he did hit it about the mid '80s, <laughs> so that was about the point where he kind of hit his peak, mm-hmm. and then everything after that you start arguing is. You know, well, what's the last great Argento film? Right. But this one, it's a great one. And also, I mean, technically you've got, yeah, you've got Jennifer Connelly in her feature film debut. Technically a long time, not a long time before, but right before uh, Labyrinth. So the fact that she was basically bathing in a pool of maggots before she started working and collaborating with David Bowie. Right? That's ins- the- that's insane. I guess after that, the bog of eternal stench it's is fucking so a bad. walk in the park. It's only forever, not long at all. And fucking, there's Donald Pleasance. I sang that six oh. times. <laughs> and it's such a, again, it's a crowd pleaser. Oh, it's yeah, an it absolute is. crowd pleaser. It's- Plus, when the fucking maiden blade was, uh, comes on, multiple maiden maidens. Needle drops, and it's a deep cut, too. It's, um, um, Flash of the Blade. Like that song is a, rad, and that, I'm, that's why I'm so glad that continues in your uh, your education of mm-hmm. Genius McGee on the metal side. Yeah, that one has something for everyone. I think that one is glorious. All right. So speaking of glorious, my next trailer reel is actually put together. Let's just say this: I'm opening with the trailer for the Blair Witch Project, and then I'm closing with the trailer for the Poughkeepsie tapes. <laughs> and that laugh is exactly why I programmed that in my trailer for one person in particular. But we're, we are staying found footage, and we're going to Spain. Ooh, ooh, ooh! We did an episode on it. I, so good, so good, good choice. I think I said something along the lines, it's basically an 80-minute long panic attack. It's terrifying. And from the weirdness of Extro... To the terror of wreck and getting the found foot because I know found footage is divisive, but this is one of those films I think that like wreck the Blair Witch. Is so good. Oh, and it's so it's proper scary. It's very it is scary. Proper scary. And if you've only seen Quarantine, uh, I, I like Quarantine. I like it a lot. You did you reverse in, you reverse I reverse right? engineering. Yeah. Yeah. But wreck, oh my goodness. It it's it's haunting. Haunting. <laughs> and it features some of the stuff you've probably seen online, mm-hmm. the nightmarish imagery, especially at the very end, yeah, that particular scene. But the buildup, the time with the characters, and the fact that it expanded into four films, which I've I like them. I've seen them all. Okay, I, I've I've seen them all. I've seen, you've seen everything. I've seen everything again. <laughs> but I do think uh, from Extro to Wreck, you might as well wash off right the the, the weirdness of the Extro. sleaze with Actually, the just panic attack yeah, just, yeah as it expands upon later mm-hmm. on yeah so let's see here six o'clock genius what are we watching with you six o'clock it's dinner time right so yes. oh. we're gonna slow it down a little bit 
you know, it's hopefully there's a lot of couples out there coming first time, so we're gonna get romantic. You know, we just got weird with Italy and all that, so we're gonna slow it down a little bit. <laughs> um, this is at its heart, it's a love story about trying to find love in like by deceitful means where no characters are good. Um, my trailers are from this director. Uh, it's Itchy the Killer. Oh no! And the Yakuza movie video oh, adaptation because no. oh, no. what's an international trailer without uh, Mike uh, in the theater no one can hear you go we're going to sit down and have dinner and, en- and enjoy a little audition <laughs> now I see why dinner time is truly important to watch this movie you're calling me brave Forget that. This is this. Mine is low hanging fruit compared to the what you're doing right well, now. Well, it's a slow burn because when you're watching, you're just well, sitting down and eating. And you're like, okay, cool. You're engaged in like I, the, you are engaged because you're like, okay, you, okay, it's a horror movie, but it's a hundred percent a romantic drama up until about the three quarter point. Yep. And then like the rug gets flipped, and just about then you're like, you settled into you're already engaged. Fuck. Get it, 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 get it. Yeah. From the lion's roar, the weird bag in the back. To let's just say a little bit of barf. Mm-hmm. This movie goes places that you will not forget. Mm-hmm. And it is perfect peripheral viewing, especially those first timers. That's a mean little movie, a mean little <laughs> it journey. It is, it is. I and was I- having fun with your thing until this one there, Genius. This is this is a tough watch because also what she's gone through. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of pain involved no, in this movie. But nobody is good in this movie. No, nobody is good. None of our heroes, none of our protagonists. I was thinking about going even darker, but I was like, nah. I want people to be engaged. And like, if this is your first Mike, it's Ooh. nothing like anything else. I no, mean, his, I, his, he's all over the place. But I, and that's just it. I think it's a, probably a lot of people's first Mike, but there's, like you said, he probably made four movies that month. Right. He is, but they're all good. He's so prolific, yeah. Again, I think another artist we don't really, really appreciate enough, the work he's done. Mm-hmm. And again, I could devote the entirety, the rest of the I've seen that challenge to Mike, and I'd never be done. Right. It's nuts. It's nuts. So, from the found footage aspect of Wreck, um, this is going to be a film that has been on my radar for quite some time. In fact, it played Panic Fest, mm-hmm. and I've been really wanting to watch it. Because if if I told you based on the two trailers alone, it'd be a little bit of the nerd knowledge that's going on. The trailers I'm going to be showing are Assault on Precinct 13 and The Void. As we're going to Turkey for this film, a little movie called Baskin. I want to see that. I want to see. I heard it's good. I've heard amazing things about it. It's uh, set in the police station. Apparently, there's maybe a gateway to somewhere that opens up, and shenanigans ensue. But I understand they are pretty intense shenanigans, uh, kind of heinous shenanigans. In fact, some things apparently that you will see that you will kind of want to unsee. I've heard all of that and more with Baskin. And I heard it's I heard it's crazy. I heard it's very. I heard there's something very shunting esque. That's just it. It's got a reputation, right? And. I like to. Assume, I like things with reputations. Well, you'd seen that you'd, you'd be seeing it for the first time. Yeah, I'd like to assume that a number of people would also be seeing it for the first time, and then of course there's going to be the joy for those people that have seen it, 
that are going to be doing their peripheral viewing. Mm-hmm. If there is a shunting scene, they're going to be like, how are Greg and Genius going to react to this? And I will react, and especially, you know, if we go back to Nerdween 8, Food of the Gods 2, Naw. I reacted to those moments in the movie. Everyone reacted, and that's why it's memorable. Yeah. So I'm hoping with Baskin there's a moment like that where both of us like what the we side eye each other right? like whoa the mouth holds a gape a little because you're like wait are they gonna do what i think they might do which we had we, i saw you with demons too a few times yeah, I was like, whoa. are they gonna go there <laughs> but yeah crossing that one on a first time viewing list and then be able to talk about it on patreon you know it's a good time it's a good mm-hmm. time so after dinner 10 o'clock genius what are we doing here uh, it's not quite after dinner yet. Now it's oh, 8 o'clock, okay. so we're at 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah, 8 o'clock for you. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm getting the levity out of the way now. Okay. Because then my next movies, my next three movies, two movies after this, they're not funny. They're not, <laughs> they're, they're going to be mean. That's So fair. we're going to have fun with this one, but we're also... We're going to get even more gross. We're going to get gross. We're going to get splattery. It's 8 o'clock. It's perfect time just to have fun. We're going to unwind. We're going to head down under with somebody classy. And just to show his classy side, where my trailers are going to be, uh, not down under, New Zealand. My trailers are going to be Lord of the Rings <laughs> and King Kong. We're going to show Dead Alive, kids. Oh, my. We're going to kick ass for the Lord. Another one that I can imagine if someone's first time viewing and then learning about the great lineage of one Peter Jackson where right? he started. I hope that's like, oh, I like Lord of the Rings. Oh, I like, I love King, love King Jackson. I was almost tempted to go meet the Feebles because dinner and a show, but I was like, that's too... That, that at 8 o'clock at night might be too much. But also, that would be too much of a giveaway unless the more savvy horror fans that right. know, oh yeah, I, because once you know technically you see on the, the, the passport we're going to New Zealand, mm-hmm. usually, at least for me, and my knowledge, not too many other horror films There's not a lot. That, that have come out of there, mm-hmm. but the stuff that Peter Jackson did, especially with Dead Alive, especially- Early th- Peter Jackson, Bad the Taste, moment, Dead Alive. The moment with the mom, though, at the end. What, the unbirthing? Oh my lord. <sighs> the intestine Pakeda. It Pakeda. It's- it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And, and it's funny. It is funny. It's, it's proper funny. funny. It's and, But it's also definitely where Sam Raimi maybe had his lawyers on the phone potentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, hey there, buddy. No, but at the same time, to pick up a chain at uh, lawnmower and but, just literally mow but a party full of zombies. It's Greaser also zombies. a very gross movie. It is very In gross. Fact, very gross. The pudding scene. That's a moment that continues to make just me gag. Just mom used stop, to make. Stop. Oh, it's it's gross. It's shaking. It is. Oh, just a casual a squirt. squirt. Oh, no, no, that's so you're doing audition then, then dead alive for your like the prime time for mm-hmm. people to eat. Mm-hmm. You're a mean man. I am. You are a mean man because <laughs> I that's... get the leftovers. <laughs> Taking home in Ziploc bags. It's awful. That's awful. What you okay? I'm glad you talked levity because also after this point. Between Wreck and Baskin, we need to laugh. Mm-hmm. And in fact, not only do we need to laugh, I'm gonna wanna, I'm gonna wanna cry a little at the end as well. Okay, so my trailers in this case, I'm putting together. I'm gonna go uh, the editor <laughs> and Video Dead, uh-huh. because technically this is our first trip to Japan. Uh huh. 
a movie that we saw at Panic Fest and one that for me is pure joy. Absolutely. It's where we get Palm from. It's uh, so, it got a remake which so I, I I I'm, I'm listen, I'm I, the original still exists but One Cut of the Dead to me is uh, a true joy. Like genuine joy to watch. Genuine joy to watch with people. It's so good. It's so good. But the moment, the very end, when she holds up the photo, and yeah. the little moment where, and then the, it's kicking in the Niagara Falls, Frankie Jr. Oh my God, it hits me in the feels so hard. Did you ever see the COVID sequel? I loved it. It's when at the so very good. end, when they're talking about the first thing we're going to do, we're going to we're gonna double we're gonna feature go to the movies. movies. Oh, oh yeah. I was just like, but they're like, the tickling. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And it's so fun because it's three films in one. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those films like, wait. wait. Just yep. wait. And going as wait. blind as you can. Yes. God damn, that movie. It's one. I, I do. I've watched it yearly at this point because there's always going to be a certain time of the year. I need a laugh. Yeah. I need to feel good. I need a good cry. Happy oh, cry. Oh, happy cry. Yeah. And for me, it doesn't get any better. It's so funny. Because at the first, you're like, what is this? Wow, this is it's very unique and interesting. And yeah, you're the like, one cut that's impressive. Oh, and then you're like, oh, so, bravo! There's a mo- and this is not a spoiler. So layers, so many good layers. There's a moment in No One Will Save You, uh-huh. the alien invasion movie, where one of the aliens started doing something with his arms. Did you think of that guy? I, that thought, of, raw, I thought of the drunk guy raw, that kept doing all the, the arm overacting poses. Zombie. I felt like a, a no-bend-no moment with you at Nope, where I just started laughing uncontrollably, <laughs> and it's a moment that's not necessarily not supposed to meant to be like funny. You had your... I did. Yeah, there I you did. go. But it was from one cut of the dead, so nice. God love him for it. God love him. So uh, technically now, Genius, you're 10 o'clock. What do we got? We're getting mean. Oh, no. We're getting mean. We're getting Stephen King approved. We like Stephen King approved, We're getting but in another country, though. Another country. I wanted to get mean. Like, you know, Dead Alive's fun. Mm-hmm. We had a good time, but let's... Let's go to somewhere very violent and mean and bloody. And one thing I've learned, if you want, recently I've learned, if you want violent and mean and bloody, you head to Indonesia. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes and oh, no. <laughs> right? So, we had a lot of fun with Dead Alive. What's almost the antithesis of Dead Alive? So many to choose from. So... I am going to show for my first trailer, the trailer for Satan's Slaves, the remake. Oh, no. And then I'm going to show the trailer for the original Queen of Black Magic. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because we're going to show the remake. (gasps) Queen of Black Magic and all of its mean-spirited Stephen King-approved glory. Stephen King-approved multiple times, many times over in this movie. Mean. It so is mean. Mean. But and it's scary too. I think what we I think okay. From since we started the show, mm-hmm. be it through nerds, media rewind to nightmare junkhead, we've definitely found a place that we love to go for genre, and that is Indonesia. Indonesia. And it's guaranteed it's gonna be mean. It's gonna be violent. So violent. And like nobody's gonna give a fuck. Nobody and, is safe. And no in one Indonesia. is safe. Yes. Nobody is safe in Indonesia genre films. And we watched this as the first time for a Shutter shout out with that and the remake. The OG and the remake. <laughs> and they're so worlds <laughs> apart, but 
they still there's still that bare bones this is what a remake should, should do yeah just take just that very bare bones and make something so wildly yeah. different but this is another one it's the meanness of it mm-hmm. i think it's because it's contemporary yeah and we've grown i don't want to say conditioned that we don't get as much stephen king approved stuff right on in our side of the country that's why i think we I don't want to say we celebrate it, but it's just one of those things when it happens, like, holy shit. So when it happens in another country and the way they do it in this film and the way everything ties back together as well. Yeah, that was. It's, that's a tough watch. Yeah, it is. But it's, well, it's worth it. The juice is worth the squeeze. Oh, but whoo, that bus, whoo, the bus scene. Oh, the bus. And then the shower. Oh. Yeah, that. It's mean. 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 That's the word. Now, uh, Timo. Uh, so thankfully, I'm going to do this as kind of an unofficial double feature. I'm going to call this my meta winking at the audience double feature. Mm-hmm. And we're going for something that is nonstop levity. You're feeling good. We're wiping away the tears as we go into our next uh, p- thing of trailers here. And the trailers I'm going to show are for The Strangers uh-huh. and Pranks. 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 As we're heading to Austria. And our film is from 1997. You are familiar with it because you went on a date to us with someone on a date with oh it. Oh, God. Funny games? We're watching funny games. Funny games? <laughs> now, I'm not saying I program. Heineke's original. You're going to have people walking out. Well, and I figure if you've been along on the journey, I'm giving you another I'm country's a, I'm perspective. I'm grabbing a smoke at this movie. I'm like, I'm going to go get popcorn. 24 hours, you can sleep through it. <laughs> and this is about the time, because this is happening at midnight. So I figure this is the perfect time to go ahead and set the tone for the last half of the marathon. <laughs> Funny game, that's great. But you that's talk brilliant. about But you talk about, and again, you're having so much fun <clears throat> with One Cut of the Dead, where there's almost like some interaction. You're going mean, too. This is a very You're going movie. mean, too. Because you're as, mean. as wonderful as the ending of One Cut of the Dead is. Uh-huh. Fucking funny games. This is almost the opposite. It's the total opposite. It's 100% opposite of it. But that's what I love in terms of the representation of kind of meta, almost um, what is the media doing? What is our relationship when with the media? When he grabs the remote, I was pissed. Of course you're pissed. Oh, I was pissed. I was pissed. pissed. You, I was mad. Did you not just before the moment go, fuck yeah, when yeah. you finally took the guy out? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I was pissed. And knowing a first-time audience, like I said, if they sit through Boo! it. <laughs> we're gonna hide all of the produce all the pitch for the pitchforks the torches are gonna be put aside because yeah you, like you said this is one people are gonna react it to <laughs> and i don't know if they're gonna react positively to it but they're gonna react you're to gonna it. have somebody stand up and applaud you and you're gonna have someone who's gonna just hate your guts that's, that's you know that's, good yeah good. That, that that's that's what's gonna happen <sighs> it's gonna be but great i did put that one in thinking <laughs> I wonder if there's a little couple out there having their first, first date together. First date, like, we're gonna do a marathon. We're gonna, you know, all twenty fun. Great. Oh, we're gonna. This test. is such a good idea, honey. Oh yes. I, funny games. I bet this is a comedy. I don't expect a comedy out of horror movie, Martha. Oh, so yeah. So funny. midnight movie. Funny. funny games. Funny games. All right, midnight. It's time to get fucking scary. It's Ooh. it's a horror marathon. You midnight. You want to get scared? People ask me. Like, oh, yeah, what do you think is scary? What's a good modern movie that scared the hell out of you? And without a doubt, there's one movie that I come to and say without hesitation because 
I have not legit been that scared in watching a movie in a long time. So, <laughs> for my trailers, it's a segment the director did in Satanic Hispanics, so that's going to be one. And there's going to be a new one that he's coming out that I heard is really good, too, where Evil Lurks, I believe it's called. But we're going to Portugal, and we're going to see Terrified. That movie made me curse in a text, because I basically said, fuck, fuck this, this movie. movie. 20 minutes in, I'm watching it my first time, and it's on my laptop. Not the best way to watch it, but with the earphones in. It freaked me so the F out that I turned it off, and that's when I sent you that text. And you were like, like, what? Oh my God. Because I don't respond to stuff that way. That movie is true to its word. There is no misleading <laughs> titles in that. I was oh my so God. scared. From beginning to end, I was just gripped. And... There's a scene, like a prolonged 10 minute scare that starts. The the scares the jump scare starts. He crafts people give jump scares a bad name, but this guy, he Damien Rega, he crafts a well, well done jump scare. And the thing about it is the heart attack scene, when he oh. starts with you start with a jump scare, but then it just goes on for 10 minutes of pure anxiety, yep. dread, fear, and it doesn't stop. And you're and like I'm sitting there. I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I'm just like, get the fuck out of there. 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 Right. So, yeah, I figured that's a perfect midnight time oh, to get scary movie. And I have been wanting to see that with a crowd. Yes. In the theater. Yes. That's got it. We got to get it for Friday Night Frights one of these days. Well, he he is his, uh, his new, new one, one just played it fantastic. I heard it's scary Fest. as shit. Too. Yeah, Damon and Rugna. And apparently, yeah, Jesse and them said you guys would love this. In fact, they even said. Like, this is the kind of movie I think Greg and Jesus, because I think even Jesse said, you guys introduced, introduced me to Terrified. Let me introduce you to his new film. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not a fun journey. No, that's but right, especially right after Queen of Black Magic, because you're already going to be on edge. Yeah. And that one just, might as well just push you over it. Mm, and then mm. I even got more. You ain't landing from this fall yet. That's fair. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. Now, I'm thinking, how do I recover from funny games? Mm -hmm. Right. And you mentioned romance, mm -hmm. you know, people's yearning for l'amour. Uh -huh. So why not about. do something a little bit more on the romantic side? Right. So my trailer reel is going to be uh, the Dunwich Horror mm -hmm. and Tentacles. <laughs> as we're going now here's the problem though you, you you're on a, a smoke break for funny games and I don't know how this is going to play because this is two o'clock in the morning. So guaranteed people are passing out. They're catching up on their nap time. So if you come into 1981's possession at a certain time or another. Oh, no. Okay. okay. I don't know which <laughs> which scene you come in on. It could be one of the many powerful scenes that I myself and my baggage am going to be appreciating and soaking in and going, wow, you know, she's incredible and Sam Neill's phenomenal. And then that makes me mad. Somewhere across the theater. <laughs> Genius will be lighting up a giant ah! cigar, <laughs> giving it the frame. Yeah, the, the, the come on, Heinrich, regale him with your fuck foo. <laughs> you know what? Heinrich is an all-time character for me, but even his fuck foo, I still can appreciate on a comic level. And in mm -hmm. fact, if you want to watch this as a camp movie, it might play even better at two o'clock in the morning. It works great as a camp, and that's when I say it, people are like, "Oh, you just don't understand." I'm like, no, I totally get it. It's but it works as a camp. It's goofy. I appreciate it as a John I, Waters film. 
It's John. It's John Waters Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> With octopuses and shit. <laughs> would we? Goddamn, we would have had Divine as Heinrich. Right? Oh, yeah. Mink stole. <laughs> I'd rather see, I hate to say it, but I'd rather see Divine as Isabella Ajani. I could just see what she would, she'd probably melt and then try to lick it back up. Because <laughs> it's Divine. And you know the sex scene would have been much more obscene and, you know, a little bit more. Almost, Mark. Almost. <laughs> see, I'm going to be the filthiest person in Berlin. That's what I want to hear at 2 o'clock in the morning. Ideally, you whispering to me, possibly. But that's the reaction uh, I want and I need. The whole time, I'm be like, <laughs> just sitting there trying not to laugh. And every now and then, when a like, really good hits, and you'll be like, you're ruining the movie for me. And I'm like, and then like, <laughs> you know what? I'd like to think we're like, Okay, in the Kentucky Fried movie at the very end, during that scene when they're the newscasters and everyone's looking in there and that one guy finally whispers to him and he starts laughing. That's exactly what I'm thinking in our, our journey through this movie. We'd more be more like Tony Dow and the Beaver in that courtroom scene oh, in Kentucky oh, Fried geez, movie. Genius. I'll cut it out, man. Um, yeah, that bailiff that bailiff's really creepy. All right. Two o'clock in the morning. My, what are we doing with you, genius? My, you said we're staying mean. My, no, we're going weird. Weird? So we, oh, no. we just got finished being terrified with terrified, <laughs> man. And I, right before that, I put you through some hard, hard shit with Queen of Black Magic. So I'm not going to, I'm not, like I said, I'm not done with you yet. Before I, <laughs> I'm not even comforting you for the next couple of movies. <laughs> we're going straight into weird territory because you're already like, wow, man, I, what can I do? I need levity. Let's just confuse you and confound you more. We're going to Japan. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You just walk in and you want to see something absolutely weird. What the fuck? Without context, it's weird. With context, it's weird. My trailers are going to be House, the American version. And my other one is going to be, I wrote it down, but I can't read my own writing. I think it's going to be uh, House 2. But... We're going Haosu at 2 o'clock in the morning. Perfect time. Perfect time because, again, people dozing in and out. Mm-hmm. You come into any of those scenes as you are coming out of a nice deep sleep from however many hours you've right. been putting through this journey of yours. You're taxing the body in this case. That's wonderful. And it's honestly, it's almost gateway in a lot of ways. Because it's, it's it's very overly, it's it's Evil Dead 2 levels of blood, and, but it's also family friendly in a roundabout way. It is family friendly. I yeah. really think that one is, I almost debated starting everything with Hasu. That's knocking it off weird. Well, that's you know. that That's without any lube. That's, <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's starting with bus stuff. <laughs> and as Big Man Japan told you us. You never start with bus stuff. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think if we're going international, that one is almost not to be expected. But at some point in time, Hausu should be on there if you're in an international horror weird it's, marathon. It's in the Criterion Collection. Somewhere. When you go to see Iron Maiden, you're going to hear Iron Maiden. It's capital F film. It really is. That's a nice weird one, though. It's a nice weird one. I will say I would. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. So, four o'clock now. We've gone through Funny Games and Possession. I know some of us have already had a laugh, mm-hmm. but I would add like a little bit of levity and also fun. A movie that harkens back to the 1980s and kind of a mixture of basically like slashers and a nightmare on Elm Street in a lot of ways. So my trailers are going to be uh, Food of the Gods 2, Naw, 
and Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. And we're finally heading to Canada in this case. And if you haven't seen the OG Prom Night, don't have no worries. Because uh, when you're taking in Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. A wop bobble loo bobble, lamb bam boom. Ah, and another one we've devoted an entire episode to because we both love the movie. Mm-hmm. But one that is wild, weird, very Canadian. Yes. Very Canadian. And Michael Ironside at 4 o'clock in the morning, you could do worse than waking up to him doing that. And it's a weird movie. Like, just a wonderfully weird film from the weird, gratuitous nudity scene in the locker room, which is definitely an all-timer. Yes. To a lot of the weird cutaway gags. The the, the evil carousel horse. And, I, oh, the, yeah, those scenes with the horse. And then with the dad. Yeah. It goes... It, it goes it places. Ick. There's a lot of ick in this movie. And I will say, if there's a the podcast, How Did This Get Made, mm-hmm. with uh, <laughs> Paul Shear, uh, June Diane Raphael, and Jason Manzoukas. I love this cat people. They, they had uh, Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron on, and they talked Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. And it was it was good to hear her react. She basically, she loved the movie. That's dope. The, to, to tell you the power Oscar of that film. winning Charlize Theron loves and Mary. And praised Wendy Lyons' performance. Because it's rad. It's really good. It's really good. But at 4 o'clock in the morning, after possession, I think it plays even better. So 4 o'clock in the morning, genius, what are we doing? We just got so, weird. So we're still staying weird. Okay. Okay, because if you're up and you're still up and about and you just got finished that weird train, let's just keep that weird train going and let's throw in a dash of sex. If you're not up and about, if <laughs> oh you're boy. if you're not up and about and you're coming and dozing in and out, like this is one of those movies where it's kind of a slow burn. There's not a lot of craziness, but when the craziness happens, it happens in spurts. So if you come in and out and the right between there's a lot of yaggity smackity. So you can still if you're still dozing in and out. Sure. Because sometimes you know, when it's as someone who has been up since four o'clock in the morning, sometimes it's 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 nice to hear birds chirping, a little nature, chirp, chirp, little nature. You know, the sounds of like, <laughs> right? Or sometimes, la da da da, oh, no. la da da da. Oh no, we're going to south of the border for my trailers. Oh no, <laughs> for my trailers, we're showing Earth Girls are easy. And we're, and the possession. We're, <laughs> we're going to show the untamed, the origin of squid. Well, not the actual origin, but, but the, for the term squidly. Oh, Another one that has become part of the show mm-hmm. from Film Club to the main feed. To so psychosexual, very possessiony sequel. Yes, and he made. He said it was his homage to possession, mm-hmm. but it also goes some really crazy. It's heavy. Intense. It's yes. heavy. It's very heavy. And that's one of those that guaranteed. If you're dozing in and out of, hopefully you come up for the weird parts because all the other stuff without any context it's just it's just another it's just weird that's why i put it at four o'clock like in the that. morning because if you if you're falling asleep and you're sitting there and you're dozing you're and you try to follow along it's probably going to knock you out sure. you know so go ahead get some sleep get ready for the next day but if you're still engaged and, you're, and or if you're just waking up you're like oh, what the fuck whoa. is that what am i waking up especially to? if someone like like elbows you to like hey Dude, wake, wake up wake up wake up wake up, wake up, wake up. Oh. what 
What is that? Is that what's what's that? What's why'd you what? I know why you woke me up for this, but why? So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just make sure Gene. <laughs> and that's just it. Da, 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 da. It's triggering. It's triggering. I'm already like <laughs> a great movie, but I need to. That's another. It's You've got a number in your in your lineup. I kind of have to be prepared to watch. And I'm just throwing, just throwing it out the there. Deep in. Like, here you go. That's tough. That's tough. Well, six o'clock in the morning. This is the second to last movie at this point, and you've already been there. However, I wanted something ideally to kind of wake them up, mm-hmm. to get them prepared for the last movie. That's my thinking for the next one. See, that's like that. Well, my um, trailer reel. I'm gonna play Maniac Cop, and Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven: The New Blood, specifically for Kane Hodder's performance. Uh, but I'm heading to Indonesia as well. And I'm going more horror adjacent with this one, but the reason I'm doing it is because when you watch this movie, you physically react to all of the violence because it's so visceral, brutal, and mean, as we expect from Indonesia, uh, but we're going, the night comes for us. Ooh, bravo, bravo. And I love that movie. It is. I love that. The Seven Seas and the Butcher and all of his men. Uh, there, it, white boy, white, white boy, boy Bobby. Bobby. Great characters, but also Timo and, um, oh my God, uh, Talzim sh- collaborating. Joe Talzim's the shit. And my God, the, the carnage they produce, you will wince. You This might actually tax you to a point where you need to sleep through the next film, but guaranteed you're going to get your calisthenics put together because you're going to be squirming based on like the leg trauma, the bone breaking, and he basically is a Jason Voorhees. Yeah, he is. He's set. unstoppable. It's... An unstoppable, just killing machine. Very, a more hands-on John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> Anything is a what? Killed people with a fucking ham bone. <laughs> you were, you were the head. Yeah, it's great. Such a good choice, dude. I didn't even well, think about that. Well, I figured it would that. be a little off kilter. And like I said, more horror adjacent. Mm-hmm. But there is some horror adjacent stuff in this, without a doubt. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, 6 o'clock in the morning. It's time to wake up. I'm going to wake you up with something exciting, but I'm also going to break your fucking heart. Oh, no. We're going to South Korea. Oh, we're going, God damn it, man. We're going to South Korea. This is a movie that just gets gets your blood pumping because oh. you can't help but, like, holy shit. Holy, it's, it's violent. And then you're like, oh. Do we, do, are you going to be handing out tissues mm-hmm. for this one? You're definitely awake after this one. You might even want to go back to sleep just because yeah. you're tired from the emotional ride that you go on, on when you hop on this train. <laughs> My trailers are going to be I Saw the Devil and Host... But we are going straight to Train to Busan. Speaking of Timo, who is doing mm-hmm. the remake of it. I was talking to Metal Mike the other day and like uh, about this. And it's the Frosted Show to Mini with Conundrum with the remake of Train to Busan. Something that's so current. Like, why? You know, the, the adult in me is like, why? It's so current and the movie is great. Is it just to appease people who don't know how to read subtitles? Why? There's no need to it. But the kid in me is like, oh, Timo is making it? It's yeah. going to be violent. It's going to be violent and gory. And, and he's we'll... already got experience about people like contorting and, 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 and getting ready with, duct tape. with the impromptu weapons. Yeah. So actually, this, I really like kind of how we both ended in kind of a similar. Pre- mm-hmm. And yeah, Train to Busan is punishing. It is punishing. It's... But you're awake after that. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know, man, because I spent the last five minutes of that film with my head in my lap trying not to sob. It does. It is. Oh, it hits hard. It is hard. But I'll but I'll make it up for it with the last one. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, closing things out, genius. Going from, again, all the calisthenics. Hopefully, we're all stretched out. Because I'm cl- I'm I'm ending with weird. We've already talked it. I'm gonna take your trailer reel of House and House Two: The Second Story. Because we're going closing out again in Japan with Houseu. And so good. you're gonna end. You're gonna, the last thing people are gonna leave and see if your marathon is a man turning into a pile of bananas. It's perfect. And that's what I will actually offer as people go out, a little potassium in the blood. Get it started for the day. Here you go. You know what? Continental breakfast. It's it's that, and I got to throw in some nine lives in there for someone. But yeah, it's one of those that for me, I kind of, when we were putting this together, when I knew we were going international, from the get-go, I knew this is the one I want to close with. I knew I was going to open with a kaiju movie, and I knew I was going to close with Haosu. I want to open... I want to open and close kind of kid-friendly gateway. Yeah. And maybe you, some kids are coming back in the, for the last movie. And the funny thing is my thinking is your thinking, too. Although we have very vastly different, our intentions were still the same with it. <laughs> and intent goes a long way intent with our show. Intent does go a long way. So what are you going to be closing out with, Genius? So, again, I've put you through the ringer, emotional yeah, ringer. I'm still kind of re- reeling. But I'm going to reward you with nothing, something that's just pure laughs pure comedy but also so violent and so gory we're heading we started up with the neighbors in the north we're ending with the neighbors in the north we started weird we're we started saturday morning we're ending there's always been good cartoons and good like live action kids shows on sunday morning (laughs) my trailer are the void and biocop it's just about time for church. What better than to pray to an international space god at the altar of hunky boys? <laughs> we are closing this show off with one of my favorite movies, of my recent favorite movies of like the past few years, Psycho fucking Gorman. It's a hell of a way to close. That, I, that, that figured that's after Train to Busan, you, you need, need the giggles. You need nothing but pure comedy. But you also need another little girl kind of... Mm-hmm. The, the the action in a totally god and i know this is another one though that's kind of divisive, divisive because not everyone likes mimi not everyone loves mimi the way we do because she's she's a cartoon character you open with cartoonish i nice work on that and if you've never seen psycho gorman you need to see psycho gorman it's it it, it actually <laughs> it closes with no one learning anything right no lessons learned and it's a super violent live action Simpsons episode yeah. with Looney Tunes and, yeah. and blood, it's, lots and lots of it's, blood. And it's de- it's very much in the uh, Turbo Kid versus the Kung Fury. Yeah. It's all love. Oh, it's and very intent. practical, too. Man, well, I'd like to think then people are coming out. They're seeing the sun now for the first time in a long time. They're laughing, having a good time with both of our wild movies. I- think based on the films based on the amount of tissues used be it for maybe your tears or something else i don't know we've got some weird (laughs) we'll have a gallagher zone in the front row yeah but that that goes to show there's a lot outside of the u.s Mm -hmm. so if you're one of those horror fans that's like you know what i'm just i'm uncomfortable out there let this be kind of a not necessarily a starting guide but there's so many things that you can go to, like, you know, International Horror 101. Yeah. And because there's just so many goodies out there, and there's nothing better 
than that feeling of discovery when you're like, God, where has this been all my life? You know, why haven't I been brave enough to travel outside of my normal, comfortable waters and embrace movies like this? And we wouldn't have had been able to put together a lineup without like this without that kind of bravery. And like you said, it's always fun to put like this. What if Mm -hmm. like, man, that'd be fun. Fun. Like, oh wow! If I was in my early twenties, I, I would have oh, loved yeah. to have sat through that. Oh yeah, like I would. Like we used to put them both together and like put a final one, but that's like that's a lot. That's a and lot. We both have good ones. That well, that's just it. It's based on our intent mm-hmm. and the journey we want to take that audience on. Yeah, and I like how we both like let's leave them with something positive to go out on. Ideally, a smile because we don't want to end like end for our final film, Martyrs. You know. <laughs> We like to be ponderous and existential. Right. <laughs> now, a little bit of closure on that goes a long way. Now, that being said, um, hopefully this year's Nerdoween goes wonderfully. We've already literally planned out kind of almost the next two. We're not going to lie. Yeah. We like to think in advance uh-huh. in the future. But also, ideally, that's you know two more fictional 24-hour marathons we're going to have to put together, which is, <laughs> which is exciting. Good. Exciting. And like I said, on my bucket list... Within the next few years, I really want to try at least a 12-hour one. I really do. I I will prepare myself. I will do a proper diet beforehand. I will take time off on work so I can recover. Mm -hmm. Like, I will do it proper. And ideally, if that's the case, you know, um, uh, basically, uh, oh, my God, just, uh, you know, when you are chronicling, Jesus Christ, it's been a long weekend. It has. the journey. When you're chronicling the journey. 24 hours here, we've been up. We have been with, and we ended. We went on a journey. Yes, we did. Now that being said, uh, it is a Friday the thirteenth next Friday, and we do have a very special treat mm-hmm. in store for you. So until that time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee, and we'll see you in your dreams. La da da da, la da da da, la da da da.